Hello, this is Diksha from Newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Wednesday, the 8th of December. India recorded over 8,400 COVID cases and 195 linked deaths in the last 24 hours. The total COVID tally stands at over 3 crore 46 lakh, while the death toll has crossed 4 lakh 73,000. Some state governments altered the restrictions put in place due to fears about the Omicron variant. The Uttar Pradesh government yesterday imposed a curfew under Section 144 of the Criminal Procedure Code in Lucknow District till January 5, citing concerns about the Omicron variant. The Sikkim government, meanwhile, eased the ban on entering of foreign nationals in the state, which it had introduced last week in view of the growing Omicron cases around the globe. The travellers, however, will need a negative RT-PCR report, with the test conducted within 72 hours of their entry into the state. The total tally of Omicron variant cases detected in India till now stands at 23, while two new cases of the variant were reported in Mumbai on Monday. Globally, COVID-19 has infected over 267 million people so far, claiming the lives of over 5.2 million. The World Health Organization said Tuesday that the Omicron variant of COVID-19 is not likely to evade the protection given by vaccines. WHO Emergencies Director Michael Ryan added that the Omicron variant was not as harmful as the Delta strain. A helicopter-carrying Chief of Defence Staff Bipin Rawat crashed today with a Tamil Nadu forest minister saying that at least five people were dead and two critical. General Bipin Rawat's wife, his defence assistant, security commandos and Indian Air Force personnel were also reportedly among the 14 people on board a Mi-17 V-5 helicopter that met with an accident today near Kurnur, Tamil Nadu, the Air Force said. According to a report by NDTV, the crash was first reported around 12.20pm. The incident was reported to the nearby defence establishment by residents in the adjacent Katri area, who informed the district government. At the scene were eight ambulances and medical teams from Coimbatore and Wellington. The Air Force acknowledged Rawat's presence in a tweet. There has been no official statement about the Chief of Defence Staffs or his wife Madhulika Rawat's health. The Air Force also stated that an investigation into the reason for the crash has been ordered. According to reports, the crash occurred owing to poor visibility. Superintendent of Police for Nilgiri's district, Ashish Rawat, told the Hindu that four persons were retrieved from the helicopter with severe burn injuries. NDTV reported that Prime Minister Narendra Modi and Defence Minister Rajnath Singh were briefed about the incident and the Defence Minister was expected to address the Parliament about the crash later today. The Supreme Court has stayed criminal proceedings over two FIRs lodged by the Tripura Police against HW News Network and its journalists Samriddhi Sakunya and Swarna Jha. Headed by Justice D.Y. Chandrachur, the bench also sought a response from the Tripura authorities over a petition filed by the two journalists and the independent media firm against the FIRs that were launched against them for allegedly instigating communal violence through fake news. Sakunya and Jha were booked by the local police for their reports on the recent communal violence in Tripura. The charges include sections related to criminal conspiracy, promoting enmity between religious groups and intentional insult with intent to provoke breach of peace. The journalist had reported on a mosque being burnt down during the violence that erupted after a Vishwa Hindu Parishad rally on October 26. Tripura police had then claimed that the journalists were maligning the Vishwa Hindu Parishad and the BJP-led state government. They were granted bail by the Chief Judicial Magistrate Court in Gomati District on November 15. Following this, Sakunya, Jha and Associate Editor of HW News, Aarti Gargi, along with the media firm Theos Connect, later moved the Supreme Court to seek quashing of the FIRs, which they termed targeted harassment of press in December. 
Listeners, on the day when journalist Samriddhi and Swarna were detained by the Assam police while the Tripura police were on their way to arrest them, News Laundry's Ayush Tiwari was reporting on the violence in Tripura. He brought you a report on the detention and complaints against the journalist that very day and spoke to them about the matter. The two journalists narrated how they were detained and surrounded by around 15 police officers and Central Armed Police Forces personnel, of which three were women. You can read Ayush's detailed report on newslaundry.com to know Samriddhi and Swarna's account of what happened and what their organization had to say. The report is titled, Maligning VHP Criminal Conspiracy. Two HW News journalists detained in Assam faced two FIRs in Tripura. You can also find all of Ayush's extensive ground reports from Tripura by typing Tripura violence in the search bar on our website. I'd like to tell you that it would not have been possible for Ayush to visit Tripura and report on the violence from the ground if not for our subscribers who pay to keep us running. We don't depend on advertisements from the government or private corporations to fund us, but we have a community of subscribers who pay to keep our independent journalism alive. Just yesterday, the central government revealed in the Lok Sabha that it spent 1700 crore rupees on advertisements in print and electronic media in the last 3 years. But here at News Laundry, we don't take such ads because we are aware that these advertisements can be used as a stick to beat journalism into compliance. So, if you want to become a part of the community that supports our work, go to newslaundry.com and hit that subscribe button on the top right corner. Subscriptions start as low as 300 rupees a month. A Congress party delegation was scheduled to visit Nagaland today to meet the families of the 14 civilians who were killed in separate incidents of firing by the armed forces last week. Hindustan Times reported that a four-member delegation was constituted by the Congress on Monday, which comprises Gaurav Gogoi, Jitendra Singh, Anto Antony and Ajoy Kumar. A report will be submitted by the delegation within 7 days to the party chief Sonia Gandhi. The armed forces on Saturday evening allegedly mistook a group of coal miners for insurgents and opened fire on the pickup truck that was carrying them from the Tiru area to their village Oting in Nagaland's Mon district, killing 6 on board. After the incident, the vehicles of the armed forces were set on fire by the residents. Nyabang Konyak, the president of the Mon district unit of the Bharatiya Janata Party, alleged that as the armed forces fled, they shot more civilians. Seven more civilians and one soldier lost their lives in the ensuing chaos. The violence continued on Sunday afternoon as locals entered a camp of the Assam Rifles to protest against Saturday's killings which resulted in the death of one more person as the armed forces opened fire at protesters. Union Home Minister Amit Shah on Monday told the parliament that the center regrets the killings and that all the agencies have been asked to ensure that such civilian casualties do not occur while acting against insurgents in the future. A special investigation team has been formed by the Nagaland government to investigate the killings. At least 120 opposition MPs of the Rajya Sabha staged a sit-in protest in the parliament complex today over the suspension of 12 members of the upper house. The 120 MPs joined the protest which is being held by 12 opposition MPs, 6 from the Congress, 2 each from the Trinamool Congress and Shiv Sena, and 1 each from the CPI and CPIM who were suspended last week for the entire winter session of parliament for their unruly conduct in the previous session in August. The upper house did not carry any significant business for the second consecutive day on Tuesday because of the suspension of the MPs which has led to disruption in the proceedings. Opposition parties have said that their protest will not end till the suspension of the MPs is revoked. The central government meanwhile has said that the suspended MPs will have to apologize for the unruly conduct in the house first. 
Leader of Opposition in Rajya Sabha and Congress leader Malikarjun Kharge addressed MPs outside the parliament saying that the suspension is against the rules and undemocratic. The Congress leader also urged Lok Sabha members to join the sit-in protest. Congresses Jairam Ramesh and P Chidambaram and Samajwadi Party's Akhilesh Yadav and Jaya Bachchan also joined the protesting MPs today. The Rajya Sabha was adjourned till 12 noon today owing to the protests but resumed functioning after that. However, the entire opposition except the Telugu Desam Party boycotted the session. A national investigation agency court today set bail conditions for the release of lawyer activist Sudha Bhardwaj in the Bhima Koregaon case. The activist had been in prison for the last 3 years. The court ruled that she can be released after furnishing a bail bond of rupees 50000 and one or more sureties. The order also asked the activist not to make any statement to the media post her release. The judge stated that the order for her release will be given only after receiving and verifying the appropriate paperwork. Yuk Chaudhary, Bhardwaj's lawyer, sought the court to expedite her release today. According to ANI, after the court ordered her to attend the hearings of her trial and not make any statements to the media, the lawyer pleaded that the court not suppress her fundamental rights and enable her to write if she so desires. DE Kothalikar a special judge has ordered her not to leave Mumbai without the court's consent Bhardwaj's counsel further requested the court to allow her to travel to Mumbai Chhattisgarh and Delhi as she is a practicing lawyer in Chhattisgarh he said and i quote we all have to work for a living she has to pay her lawyers unquote the NIA has expressed apprehensions of tampering with evidence the court also took note of the fact in its order that Bhardwaj has been in jail for more than 3 years The order said and I quote considering this leniency in my view as prayed cannot be shown I recall the order passed by the high court for similarly placed accused Varvara Rao and to impose the similar conditions unquote The United States on Tuesday imposed sanctions on a dozen people and entities in Iran Syria and Uganda for being involved in perpetrating serious human rights abuses and repressive acts The US Treasury Department has said that it was targeting repression and the undermining of democracy designating individuals and entities tied to violent repression of peaceful protesters in Iran and deadly chemical weapon attacks against civilians in Syria among others. This comes in the backdrop of the week of the US Summit for Democracy. Andrea Gaki, director of the Treasury's Office of Foreign Assets Control, said and I quote Treasury will continue to defend against authoritarianism promoting accountability for violent repression of people seeking to exercise their human rights and fundamental freedoms unquote US assets of those blacklisted will be freezed and generally Americans will be barred from dealing with them by this action according to the statement two senior Syrian air force officers accused of being responsible for chemical weapon attacks on civilians and three senior officers in Syria's security and intelligence systems have been blacklisted by Washington sanctions were also imposed on Uganda's chief of military intelligence major general Abel Kandiho over alleged human rights abuses committed under his watch the decision had been made without due process said the Ugandan military special units of Iran's law enforcement forces and counter terror special forces as well as several of their officials and Ghulam Reza Soleimani who commands Iran's hardline besiege militia were also blacklisted by the US two prisons and a prison director were also blacklisted over the events that reportedly took place inside those facilities the united states was criticized by iran for imposing new sanctions days before talks are set to resume in vienna on rescuing the 2015 iran nuclear deal 
That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the news laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel. 